Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In each podcast we'll be ignoring the important issues of the day and rambling through a variety of topics. And hopefully we'll be able to convince some guests to take part too. So we have an important announcement this week. I've been offered a job! After eight months of not working and four months of being made redundant, probably five of those looking, finally. Just a note to future employers, Lippy was counting the months on her fingers just then, which obviously... You can't see, but but that's a fantastic result, and ho- hopefully your future employer's not listening to this. I, well, fingers crossed. You never Excellent. know. Hopefully they won't know who I am, though, so it's fine. Well, hopefully when you turn up, they will do, or well, they certainly will within an hour or so. Well, I meant because we haven't said my actual name yet, have we? So. Well, no, it wouldn't be too hard to work it out, but... Hey ho! Just don't put Lippy hey on the application ho. form. That's brilliant news. Well, hopefully that will be chugging along soon, and you'll be. Yeah. Be back, back in the work. land of, of working. So does this mean no more lippy and grumpy? No, I think we can still crack out an episode a week. I, th- I think we probably can. And mm. I'm very keen to investigate some merch for people oh, to buy. Yes. Yes. I mean, you've been working and we have still be doing an episode a week. So That's very true. That is very <laughs> true. Yeah, so yeah, we can certainly fit that in. So last week we spoke about cooked breakfasts and what constitutes the perfect cooked breakfast for us. Well, we had a, an email again from uh, from a gentleman friend of mine. And true to form, we're going to have to give him a bit of a nickname because I I feel that we're going to get more correspondence from this gentleman. <laughs> he is an avid Doctor Who fan, but we can't all be Doctor Who. So I'm going to call no. him Davros, who was the maker of the Daleks. Oh. Uh, though I have to say there was a bit of a heated discussion at a quiz night when the question was who was the creator of the Daleks and I said Terry Nation who was the actual creator of the Daleks in oh, real okay. life I see the answer was Davros because that's the creator on the show yes that's the character but there was, there was yeah. a bit of a heated discussion and, and I lost so yeah. <laughs> so anyway back to Davros back to Davros so the very long email again very eloquently written which is really nice so f- fried bread no thank you not no. for him fairly agnostic about baked beans take them or leave it uh, if you have beans needs a couple of slices of bread and butter so oh, that up. is good to be honest. Good call. And we he talks about haggis, as in the Scotch breakfast, having haggis. And I think that is genius. Absolute mm. genius. It's just that one step on from black pudding and I just still don't Yes, it is. It is lovely though. Mm. It's very nice indeed. Uh so top marks for that. Uh, he then poses a very good question about the Woodbridge Cafe and whether it starts with a ten egg omelette. No, the ten egg omelette is on the plate with bacon and sausages and beans. It I will be I'll, a big plate. Yes, so I'll try and dig out a photograph of that. There must must be one on their Facebook page somewhere yeah. and, and link to that. He did also mention putting marmite in his baked beans when he was talking about baked beans. And actually, marmite, hell no. But I've put barbecue sauce in my baked beans before and cooked that through, and that is banging. That is a good idea. I, in fact, I had beans on toast for lunch today with a with a little dribble of Worcestershire sauce. 
just makes it a bit smoky. Does just just enhance the flavour slightly. Yes, so he then goes on to say about a friend of his who insists that scrambled eggs are stirred in one direction only. Doesn't matter which direction, but they need to be constantly stirred either clockwise or counterclockwise. That sounds like you, to be honest. It does a little bit. and I. <laughs> but I then thought about it, and I think I always stir it clockwise. I just... Mm. And I have to use my favourite spatula as well. Anyway, Davros... Thank you very much for uh, contacting us, and we, we look forward to the the next fact-filled, fun-filled e- email from you. Definitely. So, quite a few notable events for me for this week. Mm, um, I thought it was going to be quite quiet, but uh, yesterday lots and lots of things happened, which yes. uh, are, are worthy of note. The first of all is Marks and Spencer's new oh, Christmas treat. Whoever has come up with that name deserves a gold star i think so i mean hot on the heels of valentine's love sausage mm. available in marks and spencers we now have some santa's yum nuts <laughs> which I, I think is the child of a yum yum and a donut hence the name yes because it's a ring shape isn't it? it it is it's a very attractive looking i mean um, i would item. i want to go and get one so i can try it yes absolutely but Absolutely. But at the same time, I don't want to try Santa's Yum Nuts. I would like to have been at that meeting where they discussed that yeah. name. That was uh, pure genius. It's great marketing, though, isn't it? Some That's probably been sent around to so many groups of group chats, like with the little slogan, all laughing. They're getting it out there that they've got a, a new Christmas Yum Nut. Absolutely. It's, it is interesting because I don't pay much attention to adverts generally. Mm. But... I'm just craving a yum nut. I just that's just, all you want in your just life. Crazy. Is a yum nut. It is a yum nut. That's that's all I want. Anyway, more good news. Um, I, th- I thought about this piece this morning and realised that we couldn't actually do it without giving the person's name. Um, so, uh, your sister, my daughter, yes, uh, has spent a fair few years training to be a equine sports masseuse. I think the yes. correct term is. She's finally qualified, which is excellent news. And over the weekend, we got a website working and Facebook page and all that sort of good stuff. So she's up uh, and running. She's up and running at charlottewest.co.uk. We'll mm-hmm. give the link in the on the web page or our web page as well. Yeah, a lot well, of years of hard work has gone into this. Awful lot of years. So we we were looking at. Um, our text for the the pages over the weekend and realised that she's actually been around horses for twenty years. Yeah, she started started very young. Yeah. And unlike you, was quite happy to get in and throw all the poo around and muck out stables and what have you. I'm a jolly rider, I think that's what they call them. Something quite like that. I like to turn up, be given my horse already tacked and groomed ride it have a great time get off and then give it back to someone to do the rest of it i think that's called royalty (laughs) well you ain't wrong there i'm not definitely not wrong definitely not wrong (laughs) anyway moving on from that a couple of weeks ago we spoke i don't know how we got onto the subject of me running over gordon murray in shelford a few years ago when i was working there and he made a, a major announcement this this week uh he's t50 supercar uh, which is a mere 2.36 million a pop so we'll probably only have two of those 
a well, it's going to be built at Donsfell Park down down the road, which is not oh, not new news. That that's been established. But he's pumping in fifty million into a new global headquarters at Windlesham in Surrey. It's not far from me. Not far from you. So it's I, not far from the place I almost bought a house. It's not, is it? So yeah. maybe there maybe there's future employment there because that that would be quite. I don't awesome. need it now. Well, Done. you don't. But it, well, you don't. But well, well I quite like a job there. To be honest. <laughs> That that would be quite cool. I'm not sure what I could do or contribute, but um, I could I could swan around with a clipboard. I'm very very good at doing that. Yeah. So apparently there's there's all sorts of buildings and workshops and uh, test okay. tracks could be built there. But the the cars going to be built at Dunsfold. They've invested a lot of money there on a, a very small production line. And uh, and a friend of ours from the Italian job worked for Gordon Murray for years back. So you never know. We might see him back, which would be quite. You cool. may get to have a little. Test drive. Well, test drive. Friend I was thinking of more of a couple of beer nights, but um, or aperol spritz nights, as we tend to because <laughs> we're quite Do sophisticated. Like spritz. <laughs> it always makes me think of being on a beach. Yes, well, it was the drink for the Italian job, which is something we'll cover in a future episode, um, and I don't know why, but it just just seems to fit really. It's quite common in Italy. Yes. Yeah. Very common. And very tasty too. Mm. And I had an interesting thing yesterday. Um, Shazam popped up with a notification saying that I tried to search for a track uh, about a week ago on a... I hate to admit this. On an iPad? No, 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 no. No, it was a song on a Saturday night TV show that may or may not involve dancing. You watched Strictly. It was on and I was in the room. And you enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it, but I, you I do. You must have. You shazammed one of the songs. I enjoyed the music and mm. I'm in awe of the band who play. I yeah. They're just, they're just superb. They are amazing. And it was and a... the outfits and the sparkles oh, and know. the shimmies. I, I, I don't get all of that. I don't get the, the jumping around, but I enjoyed the music and that's fine. Yeah. And it was a Frank Sinatra track, it turns out. Um, but it interestingly, it popped up and said, "You Shazam this," and it had uh, it had all of the music on this. It had that performance by the band on Strictly Come Dancing, which I was really mm. impressed with. So there's a sort of a lot going on behind the scenes. Mm. I'm sure you can buy a Strictly album. Well, with Spotify, I don't think you need to. No, no, no. But I'm sorry, I'm sure there is a Strictly album that they upload from the band for that season. Yeah, very, Almost very definitely. likely. Yeah. Mm. Very likely. And I was thinking about Shazam, and when it first came out, you said, oh, this is brilliant. And you tried it, and you went, oh, it's not that brilliant. But it is now brilliant, and it works yeah. in conjunction with Spotify. Going. So you hear a track on a film or TV programme, you can identify it, add it to your favourites list. And then in about six months' time, you're playing your favourites list, and you go, what on earth is this? Yeah, so, <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it just appears out of nowhere. So I've got quite a few of those. Um, but interestingly, you also get a Shazam list on uh, Spotify as well. So there's a playlist on there, which is quite interesting. Oh, that's good. So you can identify it. And talking of albums, Steve Price, who was one of my drum teachers and managed to hang on for two years before he ran screaming from the building, uh, has, really, has a is, is a drummer in a band called Vambo. Um, it's a sort of a heavy metalish yeah, type, I was say, type band. It's <laughs> it's quite interesting. Um, uh, they released their, an album this week, so a copy of that arrived through the door. I did a 
did a bit of a pre-order with a t-shirt that I don't think is going to fit me but yeah, um, yeah it'd be a bit of a squeeze but um, <laughs> yeah so that was really good to see uh, I'll stick a link in there um, vamboofficial.com and Steve the drummer is the one with the inappropriate hand gesture if you go on the website <laughs> yes well that was my week anything from you well, other than being offered a job, actually, I, so I had my interview on Thursday. It was offered it at four o'clock Thursday afternoon, which was lovely. I was meant to be having an interview this week, but I cancelled it in the end because it was an initial interview. Oh, okay. I kind of thought that's going to be one or two, and I quite liked this other job, so I went for well, that you, job. You seem very excited about it. So. Super excited, but yeah. it does also mean that between now and when I start is my holiday. I've not done a lot, just done whatever I wanted to do. I haven't washed up very much, I haven't done much laundry, it's been great. So how does that differ from the previous eight months? Well, I've been looking for a job for like four hours a day, and doing laundry, and I've been washing up. Well, my experience of you washing up is, washing up starts, you disappear off to the toilet for an hour and a half. Yes, well, I have grown, ever since living on my own, not having a dishwasher, I have had to wash up. I Mm. still hate it. But I do it now. It's something I do. It just creeps me out all the gunk on my fingers and no. Well, you could you could wear some rubber gloves. Yeah, I just don't. But anyway, yeah. I've actually found something more exciting than getting a job offer online, which is should be coming on Saturday, and I will be using straight away, despite what anybody says. So every we have a fake Christmas tree. We always have that home anyway but myself and my partner have got a fake Christmas tree needles get in the way and all that jazz and recently we bought one of those Airwick Freshmatic things but they're really great to be honest we've got a lovely vanilla scent that comes around the living room I found a woodland pine one so it's going to smell like Christmas trees well that'll get you sneezing Uh, I can't wait I hate to be picky I really hate to be picky, but I don't think it's a fake Christmas tree. I think it's an artificial Christmas tree. Because it is really the Christmas tree. Fair point. A fake Christmas tree would be a mug with some tinsel on it. Well, it's not a real tree, though, is it? Well, it's not a real tree, but it is a Christmas tree. It's a Christmas plastic thing. Yeah, yeah. it's a Marmite thing. But anyway, so my house is going to smell like a Christmas tree this year. Well, from Saturday, as soon as it gets here, it's going in. It'll be I'll run out it. by the 25th of December. Well, no, because it was a discount to buy three, so... And <laughs> 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 my other half was like, I don't think we'll need three of them. And I was like, yes, we will. <laughs> I'm going to up the amount it sprays. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, a bit like a dog is not for Christmas. A woodland smell is not just for Christmas. No. no. Uh, news for the allotment for me. I planted 90 red onions to overwinter. You're going to eat 90 red onions? Well, not all at once. But surely they'll all be ready at the same time. Well, they will, but they store, and I'll give them away. That's assuming all 90 make it, which is highly Mm. unlikely. And with my ability to kill anything that goes in the soil, then uh, there'll probably be one or two. uh, But that was was a bit of a backbreaker, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, so anything from the sewing room? I have been cutting out patterns today Mm. uh, for my new dungaree dress. So you can buy a pattern online that does like multiple sizes, which is great because then you can get lots, you can get whatever size you want. But it does also mean you have to cut out each size and you have to trace around it and then onto fabric tracing paper 
and then cut that out and then cut to down to the next size and then trace that and then cut that out. So it's a very long-winded process, which I have been doing today. That sounds very complicated. I, I think I... It's a, no, it's definitely not. I think it's it's boring, but it's not complicated. And I then also purchased the fabric today. I found the best fabric shop ever. Is it Cordroy? It is Cordroy. And I only paid £3 a metre for it. Ooh. It's called Pound a Metre, this place. Well, and hey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have that. Not a lot of their fabrics are a pound. And some of them are only like 50p. And I was like, oh. But it is a discount, like, off-cut place. So they don't always have lots available. And it goes out of stock quite quickly. But when you can get it and you can get the colour you want, only paying £3 a metre for corduroy is ridiculous. Like everywhere else is like 11, 12 quid. Well, assuming it's okay and not paper thin or... I bought all of mine from there, my fabrics. Yeah, they're very, very good quality. Excellent. Mm. Very good indeed. Yeah, so there, expect dresses for Christmas presents if you're a female. What if you're male? Maybe some corduroy pants. What, as in underpants? I have bought a pair of bamboo underpants. Bamboo? Bamboo, yeah, they're made of bamboo. I don't know how this works. We, we've got a number of things in the house made from bamboo. And it just defies my understanding of bamboo. Massively. My head is... I don't know if you can tell yeah. by my face. My head is, like, ticking, trying to work out how that was... So they look like lycra pants. So the reason I bought them is when I walk with shorts on, I get a bit of chafage. In, okay. And, which no, is a bit uncomfortable. And hopefully these will stop it. Yeah. It's a, bit, a little bit like wearing tight cycling shorts. They don't. You sort of you cut down on that rubbing sensation with yeah, the cloth. Skin on skin. But quite how you make that from bamboo, which is which, mix I, it with some other fabric. It can't just be bamboo. I, I don't, well, maybe this is a bit of investigation required. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do an investigation piece into bamboo. It can't just pants. be bamboo. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> no, but we've also got a dishcloth made from bamboo. I've and, seen those. Yeah, and they're really good. Actually, they're very good. And of course, they they simply decompose. It when you get throw them away, so they're not there for the next three million years. It's uh, hopefully mm. a little bit, little bit less, and also some bamboo wipes, which I don't quite oh, know how yeah. that works either. But uh, they got I've had makeup wipes which are bamboo wipes. They have a little panda on the packet. That's a bit cruel. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Very cruel. It's the only source of food, and it's in your face. <laughs> Your face wipe. Oh yes, that's very true, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, this is going out on Friday the thirteenth. It is spooky day. So we were going to talk a little bit about um, Friday the thirteenth mm. and and its its origins, and nobody really seems to know where it came from. There's a few, I think, with hindsight views. Mm. I found out why thirteen is unlucky, but I couldn't find out why Friday was unlucky. So why did you find 13 was unlucky? Let's see if it matches with mine. So, from what I read, I'm not going to lie to you. I did get this off Wikipedia, so... Sometimes true. Never know. Anyway. It's an encyclopedia that's edited by many, many people. So mm-hmm. it's it's a good... It's a good source. Not necessarily yes. the only source. So it's a good, good starting, starting point. point. Exactly. Snap. Yeah. 
anyway. So it um, 13 is unlucky because there's a Norse myth, which is gods like Zeus and Thor and people like that. Um, so the myth is about 12 gods that are having dinner in Valhalla. I think that's how you say it, Valhalla. So these 12 gods are having a dinner party and Loki, the trickster god, who wasn't invited, turned up to this party as the 13th guest. Oh. He then somehow trickstery made Hor, which is H-O-O-R. Um, he's the blind god. He somehow managed to get him to shoot a mistletoe-tipped arrow at Blalder. Why do these gods have such weird names? Well, well because they're Norse. Yes, okay, yeah, true. And not from Birmingham. <laughs> um, uh, and it kills him, which is why 13 is unlucky, because the 13th guest at the party murdered someone. Yes, you see, this seems to happen a few times in history. If we go back to the the Last Supper, uh, there was 12 disciples originally, <laughs> and then the 13th turned up, Judas Iscariot, and caused all sorts of mayhem. Yeah, again. Just as Loki was a bit of a... Um, Loki. 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 It's not Loki. <laughs> Loki. Loki. <laughs> Loki. He's my favourite. Well, he's a bit of a bad boy, isn't he? He's he's just trick trickstery. Likes to play a lot of pranks, you know. That's killing somebody's <laughs> quite a prank. Yeah, true. Actually, maybe I did that bit out. <laughs> so that does sort of explain thirteen, although I think mm. it's a bit tenuous, to be honest. So there's also a connection with the Knights Templar, mm. or Templar, as uh, wife of Grubby keeps pronouncing it, <laughs> Templar. And uh, it's, uh, on the thirteenth of October, thirteen oh seven. So mm. a good few years ago, King Philip the Fourth of France arrested hundreds of the Knight Templars, um, which obviously was deemed as uh, a bit of bad luck on their part. So, connection with Friday the 13th. I also read about Rossini, who was an Italian composer. Oh yeah, like a bit of Rossini. Mm, so he made it very clear that he thought 13 was unlucky and he thought that Friday was unlucky. He then went and died on Friday the 13th, 1868, which... It was actually Friday the 13th of November. Oh, so today. So, yes, today it was 152 years ago that he died. That's a good fact. That was, I was absolutely shocked when I read yeah, it. I was that like, is, That is a good fact. But some people take the number 13 as being unlucky to extremes, in my view. Mm. Um, you know, some will have uh, hotels, won't have a floor 13. Uh, tall yes. buildings or skip out 13 so it goes from 12 to 14 which does seem a bit daft and uh, some airlines ha don't have a row 13 either no as if that's going to make a blind bit of difference but, uh, but it's just the person that, that's created the plane or done the seating isn't it it's, it's if they're skeptical well I, I suppose so but um Yes, presumably there's a. It's a bit like when you buy a flat pack furniture and there's bits left over. So we bought a couple <laughs> of planes and we've bought a kit in for the row numbers and we've got loads of 13s left. What do we do with them? <laughs> who, who knows? Who knows? Mm. Another reason Friday might have been a bit unlucky it was once known in Britain as Hangman's Day. So oh. that's when he did the work, his work at the end of the week. So if, you, if you'd been a bit Loki like and got caught, then. Yeah, that was it. Friday was uh, was a bit anyway. unlucky. Mm. Yeah, very, very awesome. odd. 
interestingly, some of the insurance companies have fewer claims on Friday the 13th than the rest of the year because people don't go out. Not that they're oh, going out much today. No. <laughs> completely different reasons. And there is a special word for fear of the Friday the 13th and there is absolutely no way I can pronounce it. I read, I just, I completely removed that from my brain because I read it once and I was like, I can't say that. I'm not I, I even can't. Try. Uh, it ends with phobia and begins with a P. So uh, we'll we'll stick it in the uh, summary, but there's no way I'm going to have a go at pronouncing that. And of course, Friday the 13th was a whole range of slasher films starting in the 80s. Yes, it was. I have to confess, I've never seen one of them. I, they're not, it's not my sort of film I for watching. I, I, do, I just don't do well with jumpy films for one thing no uh, and having said that i was busy editing a couple of weeks ago in the office uh, with the door open and um, charlotte appeared and mm. i didn't see her until her face was next to mine <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, terrifying the scream was horrific <laughs> and it took me a good 10 minutes to my uh, blood pressure to, to come back down again so, there has yeah, been so. a many many a time where We've managed to make you jump without even trying. Well, it's because I'm concentrating. <laughs> you should still be kind of spatially aware, though. Why? So Why? that you don't have a heart attack. What? Well, true. Or you could make allowances for that fact. Coming back to last week's episode, where we were talking mm-hmm. about cats, we have to make allowances for our cat being deaf. True. But not me. Well... Hardly seems fair. You're not as cuddly and cute. <laughs> That's, that's that's your opinion. Anyway, so Friday the thirteenth. Hopefully, it's gone smoothly for you, and you're uh, safe and well, and not being caught by Freddy Cougar or Loki or Knights Templar. Or I mean, if it's the Loki from the Marvel films, he can catch me any day. Well, if he listens, maybe he'll get in contact. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm then sure you'll my be in trouble. Would appreciate that. Exactly. Well, it'll be interesting if he listens to this episode, won't it? <laughs> he told me off. He was like, "You've got to stop saying that I'm not listening because I do listen." <laughs> well, we want proof. <laughs> now, a topic that will probably divide the room or the listenership: mm. Christmas songs. I don't really have a favourite. I just enjoy the majority. I do have one I absolutely cannot stand. Which one's that? Fairy Tale in New York. Oh, that's my favourite. It's so many people's favourite. I don't know what it is. It just irritates me. Oh, you see, now, all of the other songs irritate me. Do they? Even Mariah Carey? Oh, particularly that one. I won't sing for you guys. You don't don't need to hear that. But, oh, that high note. Yeah, you see, I... (laughs) I'm somewhat sceptical about Christmas songs, and I'm not including charity songs in this, so please don't write in and say I'm heartless. Charity song, raising money, absolutely fine. Problem is, all the other ones are very, very commercial in terms of Mm. we're going to write a Christmas song to rake in the money. Yes. And and maybe in the 70s, you know, there's obviously the very famous one, which we'll come on to in a minute, you know, that has probably raked in more than they ever thought it would do. But I just I just find it all a bit commercial. Yeah, me too. I do like them though. I do it does get you very like jolly and No it doesn't. It just it makes me it irritates for me. Christmas. No, it irritates me, to be honest. I, I just find uh, classic FM is, is very good because they play Christmas carols and that's okay because they're very old. 
and very like established, you. like me. Yes. <laughs> and interestingly, I know I harp on about Spotify every week, but I'm going to harp <laughs> on it again. When I was young, we had a, a record player. Mm. We had a, an album of carols from Winchester Cathedral, and I actually managed to find it on Spotify, which I played last year, and nobody appreciated it. Very disappointed. I, but, um, don't I mind don't a Christmas really remember, carol. to be honest with you. Well, you know. Well, maybe it had been turned off by the time you arrived. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> nine AM. <laughs> yeah, nine AM. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've had enough of that. Done. Yeah. Oh, talking about Christmas Day, which we weren't, but I'm gonna oh, yeah. mention it anyway. Apparently there is a passing of the International Space Station at ten to seven in the morning. Oh which is gonna be very, very bright. So just at the point See we have C even though it's daytime. Well, ten to seven will be murky. Oh, I completely dyslexia that. Yeah. I was thinking ten past I was thinking 10.07. No, no, no. No, other way around, 10.27, 6.50. 10.27. Yeah, and oh, if you've absolutely. not seen it, it is quite a sight. Uh, quite a sight to behold, which is a well, little if, bit Christmassy. Well, if, allo- if we're allowed out of the house, I'll probably be driving at that point. So. Yes, that's very true. But you've probably seen it before, so... No, probably not. But you can stop and look up and wonder <laughs> at this oh. bright star going past... <laughs> Yes. Anyway, back to the main Songs. Christmas song, which is obviously Slade and Merry Christmas, everybody. I was quite uh, amused to come come across a, a Facebook group called Slade for Life, not just for Christmas, <laughs> with a with a lovely picture of, of Dave Hill on on the message as well. So That's obviously. Great. Obviously, they are concerned, a little bit like Battersea Dogs Home is, mm. concerned that people buy dogs and then sort of halfway through January go, ooh, that was a bit of a mistake. Mm. So perhaps you need to play Slade every day of the year. I mean, I would happily do that. No, not that record, because that would be oh, silly. Be daft playing Merry Christmas, everybody, in the I, middle of June. I have a feeling I do not know any other Slade song. No, I can't think of any off the top of my head. And I maybe if I Slade. heard a couple, I might be like, "Oh yeah, maybe." But there was there is not a song that would come on, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that's Slade." But I wouldn't know that other than the Christmas song, obviously. No, I mean they were prolific with a number of other groups in the seventies. Top of the Pops was Slade or Mud or Sweet or one of the. Of a number of different bands. So they were many, many hits, but it's interesting. That's the one that everybody remembers. Yeah. But, uh, it's because it's Christmas. People like Christmas songs. Well, some people like Christmas songs. I just think they're commercial and a bit bit rubbish. I'm going to play so many Christmas songs when I come over now. Well, I'll just turn the electricity off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uncooked turkey in silence. That sounds perfect. <laughs> At least we'll have lots of alcohol. <laughs> Well, possibly, as I've drunk all that before then. Anyway, this week we're doing a a top tip and a fact of the week. We are, and I have changed my top tip because I think it is more appropriate. Okay, that's good. From the note that I had, and it made me smile, and I actually sent it to one of my friends who's been having, she's been put back on furlough and is not having a good time. Oh, that's a shame. So I sent it to her this morning. And she thought it was hilarious, so I'm going to share it with everybody. Excellent. So my top tip is, always do your best, unless you don't feel like it. I like that one. I like that one too. Yes. Excellent. Right, I'm off them. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I'm going. Bye. Bye. (laughs)
So that leaves my grumpy fact of the week. And I have gotten, well, there's so many in the little book I've got of facts that uh, we can keep doing this until way past I retire. <laughs> Which is which is a little bit of a worry, but uh, yeah, it's a bit, isn't it? or it's not that far away, and it's a small book. Who knows? Mm. Anyway, for the last seventy years, the average price of a small car has remained the same as the cost of twenty thousand miles bars. And I've always believed that miles bars are a good indication of of pricing across I the years. I thought you said Freddos were a good. No, not Freddos. Mm. No, definitely oh. miles bars. Irony with that fact is, of course, is that the cars have grown. So, what was a small car? 70 years ago is now enormous and the Mars bar shrunk <laughs> chocolate always shrinks but they'll never tell you no wagon wheels sure they were bigger and cream eggs yeah i think they've shrunk but then mm. yes cabri's having gone to the across the pond yes yes we'll talk about that that's all very political and, <laughs> and horrible so what have we got next week then lippy so next week we have the joy of camping which uh, very nicely have a guest on that one as well. So that'll be a little surprise for you all. And then following that, we have the best sandwich. Oh, no, that's interesting. Now, I'm sure Davros will have something to say about best sandwiches after we've uh, oh, published that. Yeah, mm. He seems very food-orientated in his reviews. <laughs> yes, very true. It is the food that tends to spark interest, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, people are quite... Um, quite loyal to their favourite foods I think yes. once you get to a certain age anyway anyway that'll be great well we look forward to that then so that's it for this podcast thank you so much for listening I would like to thank our sponsors however we don't have any if you're enjoying our rambling podcast and can spare a few pennies to help with our hosting costs please head over to patreon.com forward slash lippy and grumpy and also leave a good review or a bad one if you have a topic you'd like covered please leave us a message via our website, lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. <laughs>